<laughs> Sorry. Um, my name is Val Pancakes, and we are... This is the stack. <laughs> I have a whole nice intro written out, and it just all went away. I so admit, again, look at the nice intro. It's that stack, baby. Let's go. Come on. So joining me tonight, as you can see, is the one Jaden Newman. You left you out seen. a few. You left out a few names there. It's L Numero Uno. El Numero Uno. Number one. The one. The uncrowned king of the scenic city, Jaden, freaking Newman. I would definitely not be able to do any better than that. You should so. watch the announcers try to do it, man. Ah, oh, it's so fun. Do you just add a new thing every every show? I do. I try to add. I try to add another way of saying number one in a different language, because mm -hmm. how cool is that, right? You know, because it's only a matter of time until Jaden Newman's worldwide. Fair. Um, may I suggest for your next language, like. Czech. What is it? Czech, like C-Z-E-H-C. I've never even heard of this. Like from the Czech Republic. Oh, oh, oh my God. I'm so ignorant. Yeah. Do you know how to say, do you know how to say one in Czech? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's Come maybe... on, Val. What are you doing? I wasn't prepared to, to know that, but I will definitely figure it out after the stream and tweet it at you. So you, everyone you has something to look forward to. On Friday, whenever we're live. <laughs> I'll tweet it at you a few times. Jedin. Jedin. That sounds Well, hell, that like, sounds good to me. It sounds a lot like Jaden. <laughs> yeah, I'll just tell people that's what it is. Hell. <laughs> well, now that we have that taken care of, <laughs> um, viewers, you may have seen Jaden wrestling across the Midwest and Southeast in promotions like Southern Underground Pro, New South Pro Wrestling, and of course, the lovely Action Wrestling. And he's dynamic, and please welcome Jaden Newman tonight. I, I see. I've never had someone say I was dynamic. I've heard them say I'm rambunctious and um, repulsive, but I'll take dynamic. That's cool. Um, hey guys, Val, thank you for having me on. Thank, thank you, Bald Monkey Podcast Group, for letting me hop on here too and and uh, spew trash words. So thank you. We always thank the Bald Monkeys, and thank you for taking time out of your night to talk to me about wrestling and stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I love wrestling stuff. <laughs> so to jump right in, what was a young Jaden Newman like? Maybe before you were the one. Oh, just, just as bad. Um, <laughs> no, a young Jaden Newman honestly was the complete opposite of the Jaden Newman that you see right here on your screen and uh, the voice that you hear as well. Uh, I was actually quite a shy kid. And a lot of people, I know it's hard to believe, but it's the truth. I stuck to myself, just uh, me and my only. And um, I was lucky enough to, you know, have my family around to um, kind of like get me out of my shell. I don't really talk about it a lot, but uh, I'll, I'll talk about it on here because uh, I don't care to talk about it, like I said. Whenever I was younger, I was diagnosed with Asperger's. So for me, um, being on the spectrum, it was uh, not like, I won't say it was hard to overcome, but it was something for me that was definitely harder uh, than it would be for most to open up and become the social butterfly that I had become. So that's pretty much how a young Jaden Newman was, you know. Uh, I was lucky to have my family. I was lucky to have friends that um, helped break me out of my shell and helped me find my personality. And that's really how I was, you know. So what was your first exposure to wrestling? My first exposure to wrestling. Uh, so I had a Nintendo GameCube. Val, did you ever have one of those? Were you a gamer? Um, I had a Super Nintendo because I'm probably quite a bit older than you, but uh, I do I know what a GameCube is. Gotcha. <laughs> I've played okay. one before. So at least you know, good. So <laughs> I had a Nintendo GameCube, 
and the first game I ever had for it. Now, this was before I even knew anything about professional wrestling. I got Legends of Wrestling from a place called McCabe Bookstore. Um, and obviously, they had a bunch of used items and things of that sort. Uh, my grandfather would take me there quite frequently, and I found that game. And I saw Hulk Hogan on the cover, and I just thought to myself, who's this asshole? <laughs> so um, I, once I got it, I was like, man, well, I got to see what this is about. So, you know, I got it. I was seven years old, seven or six years old, and uh, saw Hulk Hogan. I saw all these different legends on there, Rob Van Dam, and et cetera, et cetera. And then I saw Ricky Morton, and I was like, man, that dude has a mullet. That's cool as shit. So then I used Ricky Morton to beat the hell out of Hulk Hogan. And that was kind of like my first exposure to wrestling. Um, then, because I guess I was enjoying the video game, my grandfather and I, we would also go to the flea markets around here. Um, and we ended up finding out there was a wrestling booth. Now, in the wrestling booth, was where you could find me quite frequently as a child because once I found out that this was a whole world of just absolute magic, because to me it's just absolutely magical, um, I was just there all the time and I was learning new things and that's where I picked up a DVD. It was Rey Mysterio's first WWE documentary and I fell in love. The first match I ever watched because that DVD was Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero, Halloween Havoc, 1997. But that's what exposed me to professional wrestling. And that is what sent me on this tailspin of where I'm at now. So what would you say is your biggest inspiration, Vanessa? Are we talking about uh, as far as just talent or... Like what? In, like, was there a specific wrestler that inspired you to get into like wrestling, as far as like training is concerned? Got you. Okay. Yeah. So, as far as who inspired me to want to train to become a professional wrestler, uh, I was very big into five wrestlers, and this was my top five. It's changed over the years, but this was it at the time. It was Jeff Hardy, Shawn Michaels. The Undertaker, um, Rey Mysterio, and uh, Chris Hero, because I ended up discovering independent wrestling. That was my first independent wrestler I fell in love with. But the two out of those five that I named that really made me want to do this was Rey Mysterio and uh, Jeff Hardy. The the match I, that I recall that really made me go, this is it, this is what I want to do, was indeed also... Uh, was the Jeff Hardy Matt Hardy feud from WrestleMania 25 and Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from 25. Um, honestly, that whole WrestleMania was the thing that sparked the love and almost like my reason to want to be a part of this. So that I would say was my main inspiration, you know. So when you decided to pursue wrestling, like how did you make that decision? And how did you decide where to train? Okay. So at this point, I think I started going to a little independent show in Ringgold, Georgia. Um, and over time, I was kind of like where I got like my start, like seeing the local guys because local wrestling was a foreign concept to me until I went there. So I then started going and about age 12 11 or 12 i told my grandfather i said i want to become a professional wrestler and uh, my grandfather asked the man that ran the show in ringgold how can Jaden become one can he train early whatever and guy shut it down k boshed it instantly he was like no he was like um he's too young but whenever he turns 14 and if he's still interested he can do a session and try it out. So for about three, three or four years, I had to wait. But um, at the age of 14, I eventually got to step into a ring and start training um, with a man who I will not name, but uh, is the guy that essentially started um, training me. And then I went on to have multiple trainers and mentors such as uh one notable carry awful 
So what was your first bump like or your first time in the ring? Man, so my first time in the ring, <laughs> my first time in the ring, it was the hardest ring I think I've ever been in to this day. Uh, it felt like there was literally no, no, uh, little bit of padding, not even a little bit of padding, like just straight. It felt like concrete, if we're being real. Like there's normally wooden boards or plywood or any of that. No, I felt like there was concrete. So the first bump I ever took in professional wrestling with that, I literally felt like I broke my back and I collapsed the lung and I shit my pants. So um, all these things at once kind of hit and it was just, um, it hurts so bad, but it felt so good knowing that like I got to do it and uh, I kept getting up and doing it, you know, um, one thing I always think about from that first training session I had was um, we were doing this drill where it was high knees, high knees. Um, and then it would be high knees to the center of the ring, take a big bump. So we did that. And I remember after uh, a few rounds of that, I rolled out and I, my mom tells me that I was like super pale faced. And I, I started puking. I was on the outside just puking in this garbage can because they, they knew what they were doing. And uh, I remember I looked at her and my grandfather, my grandfather and her meeting, and they were like, uh, yeah, get back in there. You know, you know, you're going to keep doing this. I said, yeah, you're right. I just rolled back in and just <laughs> at it. So, um, you know, I, my first bump was, it was shit like most people's were, but it, uh, it was inspiring almost, you know? So it hurt, but like not enough to keep you from stop, like, exactly. stop doing it. <laughs> exactly. So fast forward a few years, I don't know how much time. Um, how did you come up with the the character that you are now, um, and the one? So, whatever the idea for the character initially came into play, uh, I was in a weird transitional period of my career. You know, I obviously I started wrestling at a young age. Uh, I made my debut on August third of twenty thirteen at the age of fifteen. And I was originally the party starter. I used to wear fluffy leg warmers and polo shirts and everything was color coordinated and matched. And I, I used to come out to sexy and I know it mixed with Gangnam style and dance and shake and gyrate. And it was weird. I shouldn't have been doing it as a kid, but I was. <laughs> and, um, you know, it kind of became a thing where it was like, okay, you can't do this forever. And I didn't feel like I was being... Um, an extension of my real self. Um, not that I'm a cocky prick in real life, that's not a thing, but um, sometimes you know, I can be. So really what it was, was I was at work one day uh, whenever I was doing electric work and I was driving in my work van and I heard for the first time, which is gonna sound really weird, I heard Ludacris' number one spot come on. And like, I was just sitting there bumping it. And I was like, uh, I looked at my partner I was working with and I was like, yeah, turn that up. So I started listening to it and I thought it was like the hardest song I ever heard. I was like, man, what if somebody brought that attitude to professional wrestling? And then like, I started thinking more on it. Um, and I got into like really big, uh, like I got really big into Conor McGregor and Conor McGregor, in my opinion, is one of the greatest fighters of all time, uh, hands down. I don't give a shit if he lost this last one. Still, greatest fighter of all time. Nobody can beat him. Um, and I just started listening to him and just hearing him talk. And then I did a study about Ric Flair and just how he just betrayed himself and how there was like, he almost was, he had this aura about him. Like whenever you saw him walk in the room, you knew he was the best. And then what really did it for me, this is my favorite, Muhammad Ali, I saw a quote of his where he essentially said, I called myself the greatest before I ever was. And it was almost like this weird motivational factor to it that made me go, man, aside from being motivational, how much of a dick move is it? to say that you're the greatest at something when you're not even that great yet. 
So that's what it was. That was the moment I said, I have to do this. Um, so then, you know, it just all kind of fell into place. And I am now who you see in front of you. So it's been about probably three, three or four years I've now been portraying this. And it's honestly, it's been a ball. Like I'm, I feel like now the ball is rolling and my creative juices are flowing. I'm really just getting to dig into it, just have fun. So um, first, just have to ask, is there any YouTube clips of you as the party starter? Because there's, there's a, look, there's that a sounds awesome. There's a shit ton out there. I've tried to figure out how to get them taken off YouTube, but there's a shit ton. Um, yes, there is footage of it. And I really hope that the internet doesn't bury me once they see it. <laughs> well, um, I'm definitely going to look that up when we're done. Oh, God. I can't promise that I won't tweet that. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> I understand. Hey, respect. I get it. I got you, girl. <laughs> but um, if it's really bad, I, I, I really won't. But if no, it's, it's, if it's only necessary. if it's only like mildly embarrassing to you, then I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> So what are your future plans and dreams like through wrestling and what keeps you motivated to keep going? What keeps me motivated to keep going? Um, obviously, you know, plans change over time. Um, this past year I got married and uh, that was, you know, a really big uh, milestone for me. So now a lot of the things I think about are like, how am I going to support a family that I'm, I'm looking to have? Because I'm looking to have a kid, too, as well, um, you know, soon. But my main, my main focus, my main goal is to 100% make it to a major company of some kind, whether it be the WWE, whether it be AEW, Ring of Honor. Um, my goal is to just show why I belong there, you know? eight years of grinding and I know it doesn't seem like doesn't seem like that long and I'm 22 but like eight years of grinding you know it gets you hungrier than you than you were before and honestly that's that's my main goal and dream now if we're talking short term for current I'm gonna say be absolutely fucking everywhere um you know there's no bounds in my mind to where Jaden Newman can be um, I'm looking right at Game Changer Wrestling. You know, I'm looking at Limitless Wrestling. I'm looking at AIW. I'm looking at every single major independent wrestling promotion because that's where I want to be. If I want to get to that next step, I have to go right to their door. So that's the plan, you know. Um, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing but upside for Jaden Newman. You can say it's cocky all you want, but it's just the truth. You have to, you have to put that in the back of your head to be the reason you want to wake up every morning you know i don't want to have to sit there and continue going into my job every day not saying i hate my job but like why why wouldn't you want to why wouldn't you want to be doing the job that you love the most makes sense to me <laughs> okay cool um so outside of wrestling what are your other hobbies my other hobbies, um, well, you know, I have a uh, couple animals. I'm a pet dad, so I have three cats and one dog. So uh, I love to just sit at home with them and cuddle whenever I can. You know, they're all sweet babies. They're all shitheads, but they're sweet babies. Um, see, I like to, I like to just get out and do things in my life whenever we have the time. We're both so busy, you know. She's the manager of a retail store uh, between um, my shoot job and professional wrestling. I stay uh, gone quite frequently, but um, we, just, we like to spend as much time as we can together. Um, and normally it's small stuff. Like it's, it could literally just be us getting out and walking beautiful downtown Chattanooga. It could be us just sitting in for the night and watching a movie. We, we love movies by the way, uh, you know, and, it's uh it's literally like that's just the stuff like normally aside from wrestling we just stay home 
especially you know during the pandemic and everything it, it's increased us uh to stay home more which is nice you know i mean it's literally how we spent our honeymoon so you said you like movies a lot what are your like top five favorite movies oh geez top five favorite movies. all right so this is gonna be the weirdest compilation of uh movie titles that you've probably ever heard but i'm gonna try and nail them hmm so in no particular order we're gonna say the campaign with will ferrell and zach galifianakis titanic I don't even know how to say it in that. You already know. It's so good. Um, <laughs> the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Hmm. This isn't really one movie, but I'll say it. Uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series. I really enjoyed those, those movies a lot. Um, Jeepers Creepers, one of the best horror films of all time. And, um, or am I, is that four? Do I, do I have one? Do I have one more? Huh? I think we'll give you one more. Okay. One more. Um, let's see here. You know what? I'm going to say the Lost Boys. I can't believe I almost forgot that. The Lost Boys is one of my favorite movies of all time. That is a very interesting spread of films. I told you it's all over the place, man all yeah. over the place <laughs> it like really is <laughs> like you're hitting every genre and time period exactly it's like i'm time traveling <laughs> so um moving right along through some more favorites what is your favorite like hype music or road music favorite road music so i really enjoy punk pop punk uh and hip-hop music so i have a lot of that on my playlist um the artist i've been listening to a lot more recently is actually a, a really good friend of mine's band uh his name's wade hunt he's the front man for a band called knockout kid they're based out of chicago I highly recommend listening to them available on soundcloud uh spotify and apple music they're kind of a big deal and <laughs> i really enjoy their music right now man um great for road trips as far as like hype music like what really gets you know me in the zone whether i'm training whether i'm about to perform um this is gonna sound really odd but i, I would like to listen to my own music like it, it puts me in that headspace that i need to be in to um do the things i need to do, if that makes sense i understand um, I too am a fan of pop punk, so I have oh, to yeah? see that. Yeah, what's your, I'm what's pop, your punk pop punk band. Let oh me man, um, you know, New Fun Glory. All right. Um, uh, you put me on the spot. I like a lot of like local music. So, um, one of my favorite bands is a local band. Um, they're called the JV All Stars. They are like okay. pure pop punk, and you can find them on Spotify and. <laughs> Now you're going to have to link me to this. I'm going to have to look them up now. I will absolutely shoot you a link. They're the nicest guys, and they're technically on, I guess I would say on hiatus because they they all have different places now, but they still, like, reconvene to do shows every now and again. Yeah. But one of my one of my all-time favorite bands, and I will absolutely shoot you a link when we're done. Oh, <laughs> I, I love new music, and that goes for anyone that's out there listening. Like, shoot me music all the time. Um, if I don't respond, just know I did listen to the music. <laughs> so what is your favorite city to wrestle in? My favorite city to wrestle in? I'm going to go with sweet old Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Base in the East is my favorite venue because I feel like that's where as the number one character I got to really grow. And not even is that like as a, as a man, as a professional wrestler, I got to grow there as well. Um, I've made a lot of moments in that building and shout out Southern Underground Pro, Kevin Koo, Dom, all those guys, because, you know, if it wasn't for them giving me a chance to um, perform and just challenge myself because they gave me, God bless, they, they put me through a series for sure with some of these guys, you know, Jeremy Wyatt, Anthony Henry, um, 
Craig Mitchell, so many really talented dudes out there. They were putting me in there, beat the hell out of me, but they taught me to give it right back. And that's why it's almost one of my favorite cities to wrestle in because uh, we kind of, I feel like we grew together in a sense. Um, you know, going into uh, the basement in East Crowd, absolutely hating the dog shit out of me, which don't get me wrong, some of them still do. Uh, I, I kind of do really shitty things, but um, a lot of them now have a respect um, for me as well, and that's super humbling, you know? So I, I really love Nashville. Uh, that's, get to me, like a second home. What is your favorite opponent to wrestle? Favorite mm-hmm. <laughs> opponent to wrestle? Yeah, like, who, who do you have, like, you know that you're going to go out and have, that one. And, like, someone that you know you're going to go out and have, like, a banger match with every time? I'm going to say Bailey Blake, um, a lesser known name, but uh, Bailey Blake, if you want to go watch some of his matches, you can go find him on IWTV. Um, he's got work with New South, he's got work with Action, a really good match from Action, actually. Uh, both at the feature showcase with Ace and Mac and against Graham Bell at Bangers Only, since we're speaking of bangers. Um, you can go watch those to kind of get a glimpse of like what this guy brings to the table. Um, me and Bailey, we have a little bit of a history with ourselves as well because we went to middle school with each other. That's how we became friends um, before we were even wrestling. He's like a brother, literally. Um, we beat the hell out of each other too many times. Uh, even to the point where like we've had to take each other to the hospital. Um, but, I mean, that's just how a cookie crumbles, I guess. But with him, I know every single time we get in that ring that we're going to make magic. We're going to, we're going to captivate the crowd. And that's always our goal is to leave them wanting more. And it seems that they always kind of do in Chattanooga. So, um, Bailey Blake, 100%. Uh, please give that dude some recognition. Put some respect on his name. So if you could pick anybody to be your tag partner, who would you pick to to be your tag partner? Mm, okay, now you're asking now you're asking some questions here. Getting getting into deep stuff. You are. Hmm. If I could pick anyone as my tag partner, I think I'm gonna go with one from my past here. Let's say Nick Iggy of the carnies that that man right there that's what i would say it's his birthday by the way so happy birthday nick i know you're probably gonna watch this later or maybe not who knows what you're doing you're in quarantine still <laughs> happy birthday nick Iggy. yeah everyone go <laughs> on his timeline with pictures of uh cats and muscly men and disney he loves disney yeah post a lot of gaston on his page he loves that so what is your favorite move to take and what is your favorite move to perform or to give to somebody? I don't know if I have a favorite move to take. I got a bad neck. Uh, I'll tell you my favorite move to perform, though, uh, is the patented now first to last elbow, which is normally what I finish off my opponents with at the end of uh, my matches. Um it's something that I have grown and established, and it means a lot to me for that. So it's my favorite move to give easily. Uh, second favorite to give would be the cravat neck breaker. I absolutely love it. Uh, my third favorite, which is now climbing the rankings because of Twitter and social media. Um, I, I don't know if I invented it, but I kind of... Um, created a move i guess i don't know uh it's a kitchen sink it's a kitchen sink scoop power slam and is the absolute craziest thing uh that i've done but it's one of my absolute favorites to give um as far as taking though i'll say a power driver just if you hit me with it for the love of god just just let me be Pin me, pay me, brother, you know? <laughs> so then, if you could have any dream, if you could wrestle anybody, like, what would your dream match be? Dream opponent, any fancy stipulations? 
go wild. All right. So, if I could wrestle absolutely anybody, my dream scenario is Shawn Michaels, Iron Man match, um, Madison Square Garden. And is there a particular reason why you picked Madison Square Garden, or it's just kind of like the iconic, like? To me, like it's the, it's one of the meccas of professional wrestling. So, it's they've always said, you know, uh, once you made it to New York, you know, you made it, and it's kind of like that ideology for me. Uh, MSG is definitely a venue I would love to wrestle in one day. So, um, yeah, I'd say that's why, you know. Uh, and then obviously Sean, Sean being one of the greatest of all time, and just you know, thinking back to all those matches he had with Taker that were just absolutely just so compelling and told such an amazing story. Like, I just to be able to share that ring and do that would just be hands down amazing. It'd be a hell of an experience. It's so many people say Madison Square Garden. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm so generic. <laughs> it's a good choice, I guess, if that many people are making it, right? I guess so, yeah, hell. <laughs> so you said that you travel around a lot for wrestling, which makes absolute sense. So you have to have at least one like really good travel story, either something that was like crazy or super funny. And you can go ahead and use any aliases you prefer so that you don't have to out any guilty parties of any potential situations. I was like, yeah, I don't want to get anyone, you know, banned from the old wrestling world. Let me think here. Yeah, I'm not looking to get anybody canceled. No, no, absolutely not. Um, which, granted, none of these stories are that bad. Um, man, what's a good one I can think of? Here we are. All right, so this is the story of the Tiger truck stop in, I believe, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, this is already sounding good. <laughs> it's insane. So about three years ago, I was on a road trip with a few individuals and one of them was booked for the reality of wrestling uh booker t's promotion in houston texas uh i had never been to texas at that point so what i decided to do is you know hop in the car introduce myself and like make a couple connections and um i did luckily do that but on the way to <laughs> on the way to houston we saw this billboard once we hit Louisiana, and it was a it was a big billboard with a tiger, and obviously everything's purple and yellow there. So it says "Live Tiger Exit Whatever Number," and I looked at everyone in the car, and I go, "We're gonna stop here, right?" And they go, "Well, hell yeah, it's a live tiger." <laughs> so like like what the shit, you know? So we pull in, and it's the dinkiest gas station. I've ever seen and I go where the hell is this tiger at so like we're looking around we're driving around this gas station they got a tiger statue and that's pretty sick but I'm like it ain't a real tiger so I'm good shit I see a kitten walking out the trash and I go man that's wild uh we so we we eventually turn and we realize the big ass cage right beside the gas station and we go wow that must be where the tiger's at it was so we we go over there and we're like you know whistling for the tiger we're 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 shaking the cage we're trying to like get this tiger to come out because we ain't seen it this tiger's really quiet and we start to worry so i say all right guys I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to walk into this gas station and I'm going to ask them, where the hell is this tiger? So I did just that. And I walked in and for some reason, my, my most Southern voice kicked on. And <laughs> this is where it gets bad. There's a circle of people just chilling in the middle of this gas station, like a circle, 
of people. And I'm like, why is this? Why is there a circle of people? And I go, hi. Everyone turns their head in unison. Where's the tiger at? And I'll be damned if this big burly bayou man comes out from out of nowhere, eventually, essentially just comes out of like pure, just thin air and goes, tiger's dead. And I go, what? I hear the woman behind the counter go, died two weeks ago. It was just crying. Like I upset, like I, I struck a nerve and triggered these people, I guess. So they're upset, they're crying, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I turn around, everyone that was with me is back in the car. They, <laughs> they, they got out of there. I, I panicked. I freaked out and panicked, so I had to buy me some chocolate milk or something to ease this thing. You know? so I, I ended up buying some chocolate milk, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. I didn't know, I guess, that your tiger died. And they go, yeah, it's okay. And then this big burly bayou man pops back up again and, like, puts his hand on my shoulder. And it's the most terrifying thing ever. And he goes, everything dies, son, eventually. And I go, <laughs> okay, got to go. Dang, go to Yeah, not me, not tonight. See you later. <laughs> yeah, so that happened and, ooh. <laughs> They really and, need to change the billboard. <laughs> yeah, they, I hopefully they got a live tiger now. <laughs> that's, Man, yeah, was like, like, that's probably my most favorite one. You know, um, obviously I have some with Nasty Leroy, but Nasty Leroy's a beast, man. He's a he's something else. <laughs> I almost really want to hear those, and at the same time, I'm like, maybe better not. <laughs> I, I can so I'll tell a quick one because it's yeah. not mad. So uh, Nasty Roy, <laughs> myself, and Donnie Janella, we were heading to a GCW show one time, and uh, Nasty was sitting in the was sitting in the front seat. I was in the back uh, because we also had Bailey Blake with us. I'll throw his name in there because he was. And uh, Nasty, like whenever he's sleeping, he go he starts cutting these promos, and he starts talking shit. So he's like calling out MJF and he's like calling MJF a rat bastard and say he's going to beat his ass and all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, and me and Bailey are looking at each other and we're like, Donnie, is this real life? What's going on? And like, he starts throwing bionic elbows and like, he's like, get your ass back here. Pow, pow. And it's the most amazing thing ever. Um, Like we ended up waking Leroy up. We said, Leroy, Leroy. He's like, he's like, what? We're like, Leroy, buddy, you were a, you good? He goes, yeah, I was fighting that rat bastard, MJF. And we're like, oh, okay. He knew. <laughs> <laughs> then, and then later on, whenever we get to Indianapolis, he would let he would let a dog out in a hotel. That we didn't even know the dog or anything. <laughs> Just a dog running around the hotel because of Leroy. Oh, God, I love him so much. Nasty, man, shout out Nasty Leroy. So, um, you kind of mentioned, but I'm a Snackosaurus Rex. So, what are your favorite, like, road snacks? Favorite road snacks. For me, you can't go wrong with the classic, the trolley, sour gummy worms. They're an absolute treat. They're a delight. They're so good. Uh, if I'm really hating myself, I'll probably eat some Takis. Um, I love Takis. They're, they're always going to have, I almost said sweet spot. They're always going to have a... Uh, Nice spot in my heart, though, because I, I love spicy foods. Um, so those are always a go-to. But, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say trolley sour gummy worms every time. So I know that you have an upcoming show on Friday for action. Oh, yeah. Where you're doing the one challenge? The first time <laughs> ever one and done challenge live on independent wrestling dot tv absolutely so explain the one and done challenge to right. the viewing public i'll explain this and i want you all to get out your notepads because this is going to be a doozy all right this is a challenge that kurt angle couldn't even be 
He couldn't even win. He couldn't even conquer with a broke freaking neck. Shawn Michaels, even with the boyhood dream, couldn't even make this dream happen. No, 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 no. He, he would go into a third retirement attempting this. Tom Brady couldn't even win this. I'm telling you, he couldn't. So, here it is. This is as simple as it gets. Matt sells the only way you can beat me is with a one count. Now, I know what you're thinking. Jaden, what the hell? That, that doesn't work out for you. Well, yeah, it does. Because if you go back and you watch the last action show I was at, I got a lot of one counts on Matt sells. So many, in fact, that I lost count. One, 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 one. You know, Val, do you know what one times one is? One. Exactly. Bing, go. So, if you think that I'm going into this Friday live on IWTV expecting to lose, think again. Because I'm about to hand Matt Sells his first loss at the hands of El Numero Uno Ichiban Number One, Jaden Newman. When you say it like that, I absolutely believe that you're going to win. Good. Sorry, Matt Sells. I will be firmly behind you on Twitter. <laughs> I I need somebody to be. So what would you tell a 10-year-old Jaden? After all of your experiences and everything you know now, if you could go back to your younger self, what would you tell your younger self? Quit crying. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would tell him to keep his chin up. Things will get better. And I think you'll be pretty impressed at where you go in life. So other than the upcoming action show, do you have anything else in the works plan that you can tell us about here this evening? I do. Um, so I'm returning to New South on February 20th. Um, let's see here. And on that show, it's a big deal because... I think I'm going to have my Haas qualifier match. They're going to finally let me do it. But the best part is they've let me pick who I want to wrestle. So Ooh. if I can beat the opponent that I've handpicked, I get in the qualifier. Now, whenever you hear Haas, obviously you think to yourself, Haas, Jaden Newman, you're like, what, 195? No, it's, it's not like that. No, it's the heart of the Southern 16. And if there's one thing that people will say is that Jaden Newman is the heart of the South. I've worked hard for that. I really have. I've, I've been busting my tail for years just to get at this level. And I'm not even, I'm not even in my final form. And that's scary for anyone I have to step in the ring with. But very soon, Val, pay attention. Very soon, I'm going to be announcing this week who I'm wrestling on February 20th to qualify for the Haas tournament. Because I don't want just an easy pick-me-up win. No, I want to wrestle the absolute best to get into that tournament. And then once I win that tournament, I'm coming for Derek Neal in that new style championship. Well, I wish you luck in your Haas tournament. I appreciate that. And I'm excited to see who you pick for your opponent. Thank you. Uh, like I said, it'll be dropping on Twitter this week. And uh, I think y'all are going to really like who I picked. It's, uh, it's a match that uh, a lot of people probably wouldn't have thought of. But uh, I'm excited that it's going to be happening. Uh, other than New South, though, you can catch me at KFW on March 12th. I'll be returning there in Sevierville, Tennessee. I'll be wrestling Ricky Morton's son, Carrie Morton. Um, and that's going to be pretty exciting because uh, that's it's kind of a Tennessee dream match for the scene. So 
I'm excited to get to wrestle him. It's been nice watching him grow and evolve, and uh, he's just been taking off, man. He's been taking off. I watched him and Ricky versus 440 at the uh, uh, Fight Forever show. Fight forever. Don't give up. You know, Terry. <laughs> yeah. Prayers for him right now. But um, I'm excited for that. You know, I, I WrestleMania week's coming up soon. WrestleMania weekend. Um, I, I'm unsure currently uh, what my stance is on uh, as far as, like, shows that I can say I'm appearing on right now. But I will be at WrestleMania weekend um, masked up. COVID free, um, and I'm excited. It's it's a big opportunity, and you know that's why I live for. Well, that sounds exciting. I'm going down to Tampa as well. So oh yeah, masked up. Now, now we're gonna have to go get some pancakes. <laughs> oh, we can absolutely go get some pancakes, and that is a delightful segue into my very next question, which is. How do you take your pancakes, or what is the best pancakes you've ever had? The best pancakes I've ever had. Man, you can't go wrong with the International House of Pancakes, IHOP, and that sweet, sweet-ass cheesecake, strawberry cheesecake pancake platter. That right there, that's the spot. I'm telling you, it works every time. I have had those, and... I agree, they're delicious. <laughs> they're so good, so so good. Can't go wrong with them, never. And then, um, just winding down for the evening, I just have one last question. It's gonna be kind of a doozy, so I'm gonna need you to prepare yourself. Let me know right. you're prepared. I think so. Okay, so you have your choice of Oreos. Are you going to pick a single stuffed Oreo or a double stuffed Oreo? I'm going double stuff, baby. I'm going all in. Right answer. That's I don't it. know why. There's, there's I don't, no other way to eat them. Right? I don't know why anybody would pick a single stuffed Oreo over a double stuffed. Exactly. I'll tell you who wouldn't. Matt Sells. Oh. Is he a single stuff guy? <laughs> Look, I heard Matt Sells likes his Oreos without the cream filled middle. So he just takes the cookies? Yeah, he just takes the cookies. How boring, right? Yeah. He likes I wouldn't sprinkle, play that game. He likes to sprinkle his light beer on them and chew on them. Soggy, soggy cookies. That's nasty. Just dunks the Oreo cookie part into just light beer? Yeah, and then he cries his tears of alcoholism. I don't know. Well, do you have anything else that you want to plug or talk about tonight? The floor is yours. Honestly, uh, I just want to thank you once again for having me on. I, I love getting to, you know, talk about wrestling and uh, meet very nice people because it's been amazing talking to you. Uh, I would actually talk to you outside of this, so that's <laughs> nice. Um, honestly, I guess I'll just I'll plug social media. You know, you can follow me on Twitter at Jaden Real, Instagram at Jaden Newman. Uh, I have a Facebook page, Jaden Newman Dash Official. TikTok, Jaden Burrill, but uh, you ain't going to get much content on there, so I'd probably just stick to Twitter and Instagram. I also, as well, have a podcast. You can listen to it exclusively on SoundCloud. It's called How Do You Take Your Wrestling, where instead of asking about pancakes wrestling, I uh, talk about coffee and wrestling. But coffee and pancakes go really good together. So I think myself and Val might have ourselves a joint show soon. Maybe Mania Weekend. Who knows? I would be down for that. I Look, I'll have my people talk to your people, but my people's only me. So. <laughs> yeah, my cat doesn't do much for me in the way of being my people. So. <laughs> Yo, yeah. for real. Hey, does your cat have thumbs like mine? No, Man, she's thumbless. You're missing out. <laughs> You're missing out. You need a cat with thumbs. They can do everything. That's what I'm afraid of. I think it's probably better. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm going to look into my cats and their thumbs. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time out of your evening to chit-chat with me. And hopefully it was enjoyable for you. I had a great time. You're, Good. like I said, very dynamic and very kind, wonderful person. 
This has been The Stack. Again, I'm Val Pancakes, and this has been the one Jada Newman. You can catch him on Action Wrestling's Eyes on the Throne, and that is Friday, February 12th at 9 p.m., and that's going to be live on IWTV. And if you don't have IWTV, use promo code ACTION for a five-day free trial. That's right. That's right. You can't miss. (laughs) I don't know why you would. I don't know why you would miss that, especially if you can get a five-day free trial and watch it. And then just binge all of the Jaden Newman content that you can find on IWTV, which I'm sure there is quite a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you again for your time, and thank you, everyone, for watching. You have a good evening.